0: And welcome back to Bandwidth Podcast. My name's Naomi for anyone who's new here and this week I'm going to be answering questions that I want to ask my future self a year from now. Before we get into that though, my song of the week this week is Nelly by Dr. Dog. Georgia actually mentioned this as one of her favorite songs of last month um in two episodes ago, I think, but because now I've started listening to it as well. Um, I just can't stop singing it because the um, the chorus is so catchy and it's just been like playing round and round my head and we're laughing because sometimes I'll just like randomly come out and singing the chorus um, whenever we're walking about. But yeah, so we'd recommend it's already in the podcast playlist if you want to check that out. The link is in my bio on the Instagram page. But also, this week, I have, or almost have, officially finished my third year of university, which is really scary. It's gone by so fast. Like, I can't believe that this summer I'll have started university, like, three years ago. It's just mad. But, yes, yeah, so I'm currently writing my last essay, which is due on the Wednesday after this comes out. I'm almost there. I've only got a few more maybe about a thousand more words to write, and then I can submit it, and then I'm done. Which is mad. It's just, even this year has flown by so fast. I just can't comprehend that I have to start thinking like an adult in about a year's time. Just trying not to think about that at the moment, really. But yeah, so today I'm going to be answering questions that I want to ask my future self, because this time next year I'll be... Either finished or almost finished, depending on what classes I take next year. And like, even thinking back this time last year, what we were like four weeks into the very first lockdown, which is kind of crazy to think about that we thought we were going to be done and out in three weeks. And it's like, oh yeah, we three weeks stay at home. That's all right. And now a year later, we're just coming out of what is Scotland's third lockdown. So, doing university, especially this semester, which has just been lockdown has been hard at times, for sure. But I'm hoping that next year, of some in-person classes, I'm hoping because my course and my class is quite small, like, music's a very small class, like, in comparison to law or something, where there's, like, 200 people in a course. There's only, in my specific class, there's only 20 of us. So I'm hoping that at some point we can have in-person classes, because I've not actually seen... Apart from a few of the people in my class, I've hardly seen any of them since we finished last year because a lot of them live at home, so just haven't been in Glasgow. Um, and some people have moved out or moved back home and stuff. Um, so it's been sad that we've not really been able to spend one of the years together that we normally would. Because we're so like such a small class, we're all really good friends. Um, so I've missed seeing all their faces. But fingers crossed next year, we can all see each other again and perhaps be actually in uni because I feel like I know third year was hard doing it online but I can't even imagine what doing like fourth year and writing a dissertation and all that would be like online so yeah fingers are crossed that there's some sort of change to the university structure for next year but yeah so I've kind of got a list of like maybe eight or nine questions here that I'm going to answer for what I'm thinking at the moment and then Maybe next year, if this is still going, I can redo it and answer the questions for next year. Because next year I'll be twenty two. Like that's a real adult. I even twenty one scares me a bit, and I'm already twenty one. But having to, you know, think about life beyond university, never know. Maybe I'll just do a master's and a PhD and everything else, just so I never have to go into the real world of work. My first question to myself was, did you keep your New Year's resolutions? I didn't really have too many this year. I kind of more just kind of like reflected on 2020 more than writing like specific things I wanted to keep for 2021. So it was more like, what skills do I want to develop and what am I looking forward to? But one specific one I had was looking after my hair and skin because... For the last 2 years I've been bleaching my hair for highlights um and the time came in January that I re-dyed it back brown which was probably a good idea cuz it was getting pretty yellow and gross but I can't tell if it's frazzled or not now you know when it's cuz my hair's quite frizzy anyway I can't really tell if I've let it get to like a damaged stage or not I didn't really bleach it too much like in comparison to what I could have done. You know, like some people get their roots touched up like every six weeks or whatever. Like mine, I think I maybe went like three months between mine because when I came to uni, I didn't get it done until I was like at home. So there would be times, like especially over lockdown last year, I got my hair done, it was the day before our Christmas night out in 2019 and then I didn't get it dyed again until July 2020 because of lockdown. So you can imagine my roots were pretty bad and then I tried to dye it myself and the, oh, just it was not a good look this time last year when I look back at pictures and I'm like, why did I try to dye my hair blonde myself? Um, so I'm hoping by this time next year my hair will be a lot healthier, I hope and my skin as well which hasn't been too bad my skin got really bad kind of maybe November, December, January time I can't tell if it was like a mix of the cold and stress and Glasgow water just never, it never works well with my skin for some reason. My skin always clears up whenever I go home and then when I come back down, like, I don't know, maybe it's just the different rock or whatever. Got to love Aberdeen water. So I'm hoping this time next year my skin doesn't look like what it did look like when I was 15 at the age of 22. Though I have been starting to take like antibiotics for my skin, it got to the point where I was just like, I can't be bothered with this anymore. Like, Buying nice skincare isn't doing it like just on its own. So, fingers crossed, I'll have finished my course of antibiotics for it. And then I'll have nice, smooth, clear skin, which I'm severely doubting, but fingers crossed. Another one of my resolutions was that I wanted to do a road trip. Because, um, obviously, last year... We couldn't really go on holiday. I suppose by July we could have gone to, like, around Scotland and around the UK, um, which we did. We went to, we booked this wee lodge um, in Tomintoul, which is like a wee village near Aviemore in the Highlands. I think we literally booked it the day, no, we'd actually booked it before they'd allowed Scottish travel. And we're just like, you know what, may as well just try and get it because places were open. And then... Two days later, they opened like travel around the country again. So we were quite lucky that we already had that booked and that it was quite cheap. But that was fun driving through the Highlands to the lodge, um, especially driving from like Aberdeen through the D Side Way and then up out into the Highlands. It's such a nice drive. It's very hilly, but the views are so cool. So hopefully, I've done maybe even a few road trips. Who knows. We want to go to Skye this year because, funny story, I think it'll be three years ago now, we went camping in Fort William and one of the days we're like, we'll do a day trip to Skye because I'd always wanted to go and I'd always wanted to see the fairy pools. So we drove like three hours from Fort William to Sky, for it to be like peeing it down with rain. It was so heavy. You can even see in front of you. And the road to the fairy pools, it's like a single track road with passing places, and obviously, cause it's like a tourist attraction, it was busy, and I ended up parking on a hill to we were gonna walk down, and you couldn't even see the hills, like in front of us because of the rain, and we didn't really have like strong enough like waterproofs with us, which should have been our like realized that was our first mistake because you know if you're gonna go on holiday in Scotland, you've got to be prepared for all weather. And so we basically just, like, turned around and went back again because we were, like, camp, not walking, like, 45 minutes in, like, really horrible rain to go see some ponds. Um, so fingers crossed they can go do that next year or this year when it's sunny. also want to do, I've always wanted to do the North Coast 500. Literally spoken about that, I think, since I was about 15 or 16. And just, like, taking my time to do it, though. Like, I don't really want to rush around it. And just seeing, like, all the places round the north and, like, the northwest. Because when I was younger, like, we had a caravan that we went on holiday in, but we never really went north because that's where my mum and dad always went on holiday anyway. And plus, like, the midges are so bad, up north especially in summer. So we always kind of went down more kind of near Edinburgh, uh, round, like, North Berwick and stuff. Um, so I've always wanted to go to like the northwest and just like see the views and the drive. So that is on my bucket list, and I want to do that either this summer or next summer, one hundred percent. And my third one, I think, would probably be get a two one for this year, kind of like average for my coursework, and hopefully be on track for a two one for fourth year. I think I could. I mean, you know, like a first would be the dream, but. I severely doubt that would probably happen because it, that's quite hard to do. But I could, I think, I could see myself averaging Bs for this year, next year. So fingers crossed. We'll see how I'm feeling about that this time next year because I can just see myself being like up to my eyes in stress, writing a dissertation and having like a performance recital and stuff like that. 22 year old me if you're listening you've got this there's not that long to go and then you can go on holiday I hope never know my second question to my future self are what are my plans for after graduating because at the moment I have very little idea of what I want to do when I graduate I think I kind of went into a music degree knowing that music was what I was passionate about so I was like you know great that's fine I'll do that I didn't really know what we wanted to do. I kind of spoke about this in another episode. But I just want to like see what's out there. And I think I struggle trying to kind of set... Not settle for one thing, but I don't really know or I don't really think there's something that's... Like I'm... Ex- like I excel in or I'm kind of like average in all the areas that we do in my degree. There's like not one thing that really stands out as... Oh, this is like my passion. I really enjoy doing like the sound design stuff and kind of like Sonic Arts. So it would be cool to maybe go into something like that. But I don't really have like the mathsy brain for that. I think I'd really need to go back and like go over my physics and maths because they were things that I struggled with in school. And of course, yeah, look at me now coming out of a music degree, wanting to go into the mathsy part of music. Like, of course, that's what else would I, you know? Put my direction into. So, yeah, maybe sound design. I think I want to do a gap year once I graduate just to kind of take in the world, I suppose, and like save some money because masters are incredibly expensive, which we found out the other day didn't really click that, you know, SAS doesn't always cover them. Um, <laughs> So, probably a gap year. I want to do some traveling. We always joke in the flat that I'm just going to buy a van and travel Europe and. Stay just live out my van for the rest of my life because that would be so much fun, like, driving around France and Italy and Spain and all that. I just... That would be so cool. I think it's definitely romanticised, though. Like, van life is not easy by any means. But no, I just want to be able to travel a bit and see places that I've never been before. And we've also got another joke that I was saying, like, when I graduate, I'm going to go work um, at an Airbnb in France and just spend my day cleaning the pool and the flat and then sunbathe and walk through the the vineyards and get better at French and I think again probably overly romanticized in my head but would very much enjoy doing that so those are what I kind of think that I'd go do when I graduate but obviously like that's a whole year away and this time last year I didn't really enjoy doing like kind of the sound designy stuff. So I would never have pictured myself doing that in a masters. But we never know. We live live and we learn, I suppose. My third question was, did you celebrate your birthday? Because obviously my well, my twenty first was in January, which was in lockdown. So um, I didn't really do much at all. It kind of went, we went two big walks because I got to see my grand, which was nice. And then we had a Chinese for tea. And then I was just so tired from walking all day. I didn't even feel like drinking or anything. I just kind of passed out on the sofa. like I ate so much food and then did so much walking that I kind of passed out. But to be honest, I'm trying to look on the bright side for it. I was really grateful that I got to spend my birthday with my parents because if I was in Glasgow, I wouldn't have been able to see them. At all. Until now. So I'm grateful that I got to see them for my 21st. Which was nice. And it's not as if I can't celebrate my birthdays every year. You know what I mean? I'm just using this now as an excuse. That every year my birthday is going to be like a big birthday. Because I had my 21st in a lockdown. I've decided. So never again am I having a small birthday. Or a quiet birthday. My fourth question was. Have you been to a club yet? Because... At the moment, I can't see clubs opening until there's, like, no social distancing in place because, like, you just can't do it or unless everyone's vaccinated. It just doesn't seem plausible. But then you see, like, Australia and New Zealand and stuff and they're having, like, concerts and, like, stadiums full of people and clubs are open. And that just seems, like, that just seems mad. I know that, obviously, they have like hardly any cases of covid or when they do they lock down like completely which is hard but like that would be so cool to actually be able to go back into that just kind of life I suppose and I know I'd never take going to a club for granted ever again not that I'm like a particularly clubby person but like I do like going but just being able to like dance with your friends and stuff and um not have to like worry about the people that live next to you or anything like that would just be fun. So, fingers crossed, but I I just can't see it happening. You never know. There's a whole year away. My fifth one is, have you been vaccinated yet? I really hope I've been vaccinated. This time next year, surely, must be. Unless there's, like, a problem with the supply or something. Like, Scotland's vaccinated a good... I don't actually know. It's like two over two million people have been vaccinated in Scotland. And our population is like six or seven million, I think. Five point four six million. Yeah, five point four six million is the estimated population of Scotland at the moment. So if two million people have been vaccinated already, surely that means I'll at least have had a first dose. Maybe a second. Surely, unless there's yeah, like some problem with the like supply or something they'll eventually get to like 16 to 30 year olds or whatever I hope so anyway that would be nice to not have to worry about it. My next question is what are you most proud of? At the moment I'm kind of thinking maybe like academically because I don't have the brain capacity at the moment to think about my whole life and what I'm most proud of. Academically though I am 100% most proud of my film sound effect project that i had to do this semester it was like it took up about 99% of my time it was hard but i loved doing it we basically got given like a selection of clip uh, like scenes from movies and we had to find or record and edit sound effects that would like go along with the scene so you know like footsteps fire everything like that um so i did a scene from Harry Potter which was in the last movie where they're in the room of requirement and like the fire is has come to life as animals and stuff um so that was about 2 minutes i think and that took i think that took me about a month to do and i kind of was focused on that and not a lot else because trying to create the sound of fire as an animal and moving was very tricky, but I, I loved doing it. It was so much fun. There was, like, I had to get footsteps for them running and jumping and stuff. So me and Georgia were running about the cloisters at uh, uni, recording ourselves, like, sprinting up and down, which was really funny. Um, Definitely got a lot of strange looks. 100% most proud of that project. I've been, like, trying to screen it to everyone. If I, I'm near anyone with my laptop, I'm like, I'm sorry, you're having to watch this because... That took way too much effort to go unnoticed. I don't even care if it gets a rubbish uh, grade or anything. I just want to show people that's what I spent the last month basically doing. I can feel like I'm probably saying my dissertation next year purely because that's such a big piece of work. But you never know. I, there might Something else might come up that I'm uh, particularly proud of. This one's a bit of a random one. I found this online actually. It was like, what are my typical meals for like breakfast, lunch and dinner? because I feel like I kind of fixate on one meal and then I'll eat that until I'm bored and then I'll find something else. So at the moment, my breakfast is normally porridge, but not just boring porridge. I make good porridge. I use, like, so yeah, I use, do it in a pot and then chocolate protein powder and you put frozen berries in it while you cook it because then the berries melt and then they make kind of like a, almost tastes like, you know, like raspberry chocolate. And then put syrup on top with chia seeds and like some blocks of chocolate if you're feeling fancy, you know. Because melted chocolate through porridge is just beautiful, would 100% recommend. My lunch at the moment, I don't really stick to like a specific lunch but I can probably say the most, like the biggest thing I eat or like the most I eat is scrambled eggs just because they're easy. Also I found out this year you can make scrambled eggs in a mug. Hello, future me interjecting here. When I say make it in a mug, I meant make it in a microwave, in a mug. I realise I don't actually mention the word microwave at all, so that's what I meant. Like, I had no idea that was a thing. I always just, like, you know, make them in a pan or whatever, and then, I can't remember where I was, someone made them in a mug, and I was just, like, mind blown. It's like, that's so much easier. They taste worse if you make them in a mug, I feel. I think they go a bit more rubbery. But, I mean, you know, it's easy and it's less effort and time. So, m- mug scrambled eggs and toast for my lunch. And then my dinner, it just wouldn't be complete without stir-fry. Tofu stir-fry, actually. It's just so easy, my favourite thing to make. But yeah, so those are my three probably typical meals, or like the three things I eat the most. My next one was, how hard was writing your dissertation? Because at the moment the thought of that is stressing me out like I know I don't really well I don't have to think about it too much at the moment because they sent an e- us an email out being like look you don't have to start kind of brainstorming till September like, it gives you your summer off you've got a whole year to write it you know you'll be fine don't worry like they help us a lot with it but Georgia's had to submit like her two proposals that she wants to do hers on And we're just like, can't believe we're actually having to think about writing our dissertations now. Like, people in the year above us have now handed those in. Like, the next people to do a dissertation is us. And writing 12,000 words just, again, does not seem like it's in my brain capacity. And I also just have no idea what I'd write about. Like, being able to write that many words about a topic to do with your degree that you're passionate about sounds... Um, quite difficult so we'll see how I am with that this time next year I feel like I'll have submitted it if not I'll almost be submitted so yeah you never know what is my happiest memory of the year I suppose so I'm going to do this year my I mean to be honest it's not even a big one because I haven't really been able to do too much but it's just like being in this flat. Like I, they're gonna get so embarrassed that I'm like saying this, but I just love living with um, Emily, George, and Priyanka. It's so much fun, and we've been really lucky that we all get on so well. I feel like we have no boundaries anymore, or there's very little boundaries in this flat. Um, and I just know that like we'll probably be a friendship that stays for life, and it's really sad to think about because in two weeks I'm moving back home because I'll be done um, and my work will be starting soon and it'll actually be the last time that we all or this will be the last time that we all live in Glasgow together because Emily's going to Russia next year for her year abroad and because Emily's year below us we'll have graduated when she comes back or it might still be in Glasgow you never know but it's just kinda of sad to think about that I've had such a good year and it's coming to an end. It's really scary to think about, um, like adult life and stuff. But yeah, so love you guys. Wow. Um <laughs> so yeah, I'd say that my yeah, my happiest memory of this year has just been like any time in this flat where it's just so funny. Um and I'd probably say another one was Ewan finally being able to come visit. Well, because of COVID, he hasn't been down to Glasgow all year until um, a couple of weekends ago, he came down, which is the first time he'd like seen my flat or been to Glasgow since before the pandemic. So that was really nice because before that we hadn't actually seen each other for two months until, um, like when I'd come back down for uni in uh, the start of February. So that was really nice to finally be able to like show him the flat and be able to like go out and do stuff again. We a lot of takeaway because I was like, I'm not passing up this opportunity to eat all the nice food in Glasgow because there's only like two takeaway shops in Stonehaven. You can like, basically get like fish and chips or Chinese or Indian. So yeah, we definitely made the most of having all the takeaway shops at our disposal. Um, so they were all my questions actually. I didn't want to go too deep into it, but it's going to be nice hopefully to look back on this in a year's time when i'll be almost graduated don't forget if you want to stay up to date with the podcast or anything going on you can follow it on instagram it's at bandwidth underscore podcast it'll be in the description of this episode um i just kind of keep people up to date on what's going on can ask questions um and the link in the bio has the link to all the different platforms that you can stream this on although you'll probably you'll know what platforms it's on because you're listening to it um, and you can also check out the playlist where I put all the song recommendations in I hope you all have a lovely week and tune in next week for the next episode bye